This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was duos. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. It is I, Billy Scafuri. And it is I, Adam Lustig. And it is we, episode <laughs> number 1998. 1998, Bill. Yeah. Come on. We just did a Facebook Live. Yeah, it was a riot, I thought. Yeah. We opened a gift that we received from our dear friend, Runa. Yes. Who sent us an amazing Moana figurine. When you get so much yarn, <laughs> yeah. we receive a lot of yarn. We do. Um, when you get as much as we do, and you get a package in the mail, you say, well, this has got to be yarn. Most likely yarn. But the real listeners, <laughs> the listeners who go to the next level. Deep. They say, I know what Billy loves. <laughs> he doesn't just love yarn. Nope. He doesn't just love Carly Rae. Nope. He loves them both, but not just. He also loves <laughs> Moana. And I got a Moana action figure. She is currently on a canoe that I should mention floats. Floats in your bathtub. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> floats in your bathtub. Yeah. Um, and thank you, Rana. Yes. Yeah. Billy, do you happen to know if your darling and delightful niece and or nephew are into Moana? You know, I haven't asked. Okay. Uh, I would uh. assume, <laughs> since their parents love musical theater and they, musicals in general, right. that they too love Moana. That's right. Yeah. Isn't it so funny that I mean not even funny but just like it's a real trip that Lin-Manuel Miranda it's just so nice that like this he is clearly the most like clearly freakishly talented in so many different ways and we were like sort of like privileged enough to be privy to his genius back in New York in like the freestyle love supreme days yeah and it's just such a trip that he has fully taken over the world right he took over the whole artistic world I would say that we know someone um Better than we know Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yes. Who has done pretty damn close. Yes. Donald Glover. Yeah, really. I know. He I is, know. It's, he's starring in The Lion King with Beyonce. That's crazy. They're the stars. Donald is Simba. Yeah. Beyonce is Nala. Yeah. That's intense. I mean. That's really intense. After that, he stars in his own Star Wars movie. Yeah, that's wild. He's Lando? Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Okay. Young Billy D. Williams. Yeah. That's sick. So, I mean. That's and so when he's sick. not doing that, he's, he's had, he had the, one of the songs of the summer. Yeah. I mean, like, I know we know the we know we are we have been in sort of like artistic comedy. I mean, Donald closer than Lin Manuel, who I don't know at all. Right. Um, but I mean, it was just funny because like, so the UCB theater in New York, they're moving, they're closing the Chelsea one, and they're that's moving. right. And a lot of people sort of have in tribute been posting old pictures of them at around the new UCB. Yeah. And our dear friend Dan Greger, who is a hilarious guy and a UC, longtime UCB improviser, was posting pics of his like 2005 yep. improv team. I think the Chubby Skinny Kids. I think they were called maybe Sketch. Okay. And it was and it's Dan yep. and Doug Mand, obviously, yep. and Dominic and DC and all of our old friends. Right. And there's and Donald. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, but this is we're all in the same <laughs> we comedy all start soup together. We yeah. all start somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember being at UCB at that time and looking at like a generation, like comedians were like three years older than us. Yeah. And they were all moving to Los Angeles, knowing that in a few years we'd probably be those people. Yes. And thinking they're also going to be known. Yeah. Those are going to be famous people. Yeah. The Rob Hubels and the yeah. Aziz Ansaris right. and the Paul Shears. That's right. I was just like, you're all going to be and should be inevitability to it or something. Yeah. Some people, some p- talents are inevitable. Kate McKinnon. Inevitable. Another one. Inevitable. It was like she did one one woman show you're and like, it's oh, like, you're you. You. You're a diamond. It's you. Oh, you're a diamond. Right. 
And Lin Manuel is just like I mean, he you just get the sense he's a great follow on Twitter. It's just like yeah. he is so ridiculously prolific. Yeah. There's like anyway, um, thanks for Moana. Thanks, thanks for yeah, Moana. Yeah, thank thanks you for Moana. Moana. Lin Manuel and Rana Othman. Yes, yes, thank you both. Thank you both. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the No Joke Podcast. Yeah. Uh, one thing that you guys have probably learned about Adam and I yeah. in these 98 episodes yes. is that we do a lot of things together. Almost everything. Uh, we hang out together, <laughs> we enough. work together, yep. we collaborate together. All the time. And I think it's safe to say that you and I, Adam, are a duo. <laughs> a duo. <laughs> we are, I think that we define duodim. I mean, yeah, yeah we are joined at the hip. Duo over twosome. Right? Twosome. Twosome. Twosome doesn't feel right. That doesn't feel right. Is there a good sum? I mean, threesome obviously has its own connotations right out the gate. I love foursome. I love the fearsome foursome, okay. which is like what they call like the Pittsburgh Steelers defensive line. Oh. I always thought like the fearsome foursome was a foursome. Like a, a foursome's foursome actually okay. Sense. A foursome is golfing. Golfing. That's again, that's fine. Exactly. Okay. I think if we're going to play doubles tennis, you'd be like, let's get a foursome together and hit some balls around. Right. <laughs> Batman and Robin, were they a twosome? Again, Twosome sounds – that sounds weird. It's Unless not, it's prefaced by gruesome. <laughs> gruesome, twosome. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um, so yeah. it's duo. Duo. I think it's duo. Okay. Yeah. Um, you and I are a duo. We are, man. We had – this duo, you and I, um, for 98 weeks have always begged the audience to tell us what to talk about. Please. Please tell us. Our brains are dry. Yes. Um, my dad yes. emailed Hi, Frank. with a great idea. Thanks, Frank. A really legit – idea yeah and that was you guys should do an episode on duos that is maybe comedy duos he said that's great and comedy duos were very big when my dad was kind of growing up yes Nichols and may the smothers brothers yeah etc two man x oh two, yeah two person x oh yeah um i told my dad i don't know much about that generation of comedians at all right and he said that's fine there's plenty of duos think about peanut butter and jelly <laughs> mind blown exactly duos mind- can expand beyond the human realm correct adam <laughs> And I was just like, wow, Dad, that's a really great idea. It's a really great idea. Where do I start? <laughs> yeah. And then he said, with this list. Oh. And we've done episodes like this before. Yep. Uh, what were some of them? Superstitions was one? Superstitions. We, we went through Wikipedia. Yes. Uh, which had a list of uh, popular superstitions. Yes. And we found out that we were haunted by the end of it. That's right. Break a leg was a theme. That's right. Exactly. And so on. That's right. We also did it with millennials. We sort of yeah. like ran through sort of a quiz. Are you a millennial? Yeah. What defines you as a millennial? We did that. And in the end, we realized we're senior citizens They're over 85 we're actually 91 years old correct yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but those episodes are fun to do it's so fun they give the show some direction exactly so what do you say this duo goes through some of the top 100 duos love it and we will talk about them love it okay great thank you for this idea Frank do you have it open on your phone got right it now? right here brother do you, will you allow me to pick a number allow and encourage okay my favorite number yes. for those at home yes. is 21. 21? You was, want to, why, why is that your favorite number? It was my soccer and basketball number yes. and also legal drinking age. <laughs> okay, party. <laughs> Hello. I barely look at you with a straight face when you said that. I'm the man. Le- I'm the man. Yep. Legal drinking age. I love to drink. <laughs> okay. Duo number 21 according to this list on Ranker.com. Yes. Laurel and Hardy. Wow. Talking about comedy duos. The exact generation yeah. that I told my dad I, I did. didn't know about. Exactly. I'll tell you one thing I know about Laurel and Hardy. Yes. Tell me if you know this. Yes. Uh, March of the Wooden Soldiers. I don't know what you're talking about. Great. Bring it. So Laurel and Hardy was a fat guy and a silent guy. I think that's right. I think uh, Laurel was the big fat guy? D- your guess is literally as good as mine. Okay. Maybe you should be the one. What do you know about Laurel? And Stan Laurel. End of information that I know. You I know, know his first, first – you know one of their first names? <laughs> that's all, that is literally <laughs> – 
You said Laurel and Hardy, and I was like, oh, good. Adam's tone of voice is telling me, like, I'll carry this one. I mean, no. I mean, Jesus. I, I don't know much about Laurel and Hardy. I know that they are an iconic comedy duo. I can't say that I've seen any of their anything, is you the truth. You've never heard of the movie March of the Wooden Soldiers. I haven't, Bill. A black and white classic. I have not heard of it. So what I think, babe, what about Babes in Toyland? Yeah, I've heard of that. I think that might be, like, uh, the same movie. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I'm glad we're doing this topic, a, and I'm glad we landed on these guys. <laughs> a duo of movie titles. Um, I would encourage you. Have you ever seen a movie when you were a kid, and you're like, that's my favorite movie, and then you grow up, and you're like, oh, it turns out that I was like a kid watching that movie with kid eyes? Pete's Dragon for me. Okay, got yeah. it. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah. I fear that I'm about to tell you to watch a movie that I loved as a kid. Yeah. But the premise of it was that all of the toys in Santa's factory come to life. Okay. And I believe that they start, like, operating out of control. And the wooden soldiers and all of the, like, elves, everyone, yes. it, it just becomes chaos. Fun. And Laurel and Hardy are part of the uh, solution team. Fun. And I would encourage you to watch it. Great. And I, that's not an empty encourage because I'd really be curious what you'd think. Does this hold up as a silly movie? Yeah. Tell me if yeah. I was just a child. Yes. And that goes for everybody else at home. I'd be curious if it's on Netflix. And again, my dad's going to be very happy that I'm promoting Babes in Toyland or March of the Wooden Soldiers. Yes. Uh, one of his favorite movies. Yes. Might be a Laurel and Hardy movie. Yes. Could be, could not be. That's for us to not know. Laurel. What we can confirm is that Laurel's first name, Adam. Stan. Give me a number. <laughs> Stan. Okay. Uh, I'm going to hit you with a number. Let's go eight. Wow. The eighth finest duo, according to this website. The eighth yeah. greatest yeah. of all time. Yeah. We are there. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you who, who it, what it beats? Who it beats? Yeah. It beats Lennon and McCartney. Whoa! Who's nine? What, nine? Yes. John Lennon and Paul McCartney is nine. This is stiff. What competition? Do you think it's people or a thing? Uh, I think it's a thing, judging by the intonation of your voice. It's think... macaroni and cheese. Oh, come on, yes. It's mac and cheese. Yes. Well, with all due respect, yeah. macaroni and cheese is finer than John Lennon and Paul McCartney. You will not hear an <laughs> argument from me. Come on, man. Okay, so it's the first act of the No Joke podcast. In this act, we like to talk about our histories with the topic. Yes. We're about to talk about macaroni and cheese. When, you were, when your mom, I yes. assume, was making you macaroni and cheese before you could operate the stove. And dad. Uh, was it out of the box? Uh, was it with the powder, the Kraft Blue macaroni and cheese? Not, or, or would they make their own uh, cheese sauce? Not to deride my father's culinary skills. With dad, it was craft out of the box. Okay. With mom, it was shells. It was her own cheese. Whoa. It was onions. What? It was like wow. Little, yeah, it was like some sauteed onions in there. Breadcrumb on the top. Would she bake it? Would she? I think occasionally she would bake it, maybe on a special occasion. Okay. But for the most part, it was just like delicious pasta shells, delicious ass cheese, a little onions for what what. Mm -hmm. With dad, it's craft. Okay. It's powder. And it's is milk. it? And is it craft? Period. Or it's not Velveeta? Because here's a big. Listen, you're talking to a guy who will happily eat Kraft macaroni and cheese Any as a snack week, seven days a week. Truly, this is not me hating on Kraft. No way. But if you do want to step up your game. You want to move from the powdered cheese yes. to the cheese that you squeeze between two fingers, <laughs> the Velveeta. Pack it. Yeah, where it's like goo out the gate. <laughs> yeah. Goo out the gate is – that's the elite cheese. Plus, it'll make your mom happy because that comes with shells. With shells. Why is goo out the gate better than powder in your opinion? Well, goo out the gate, I don't believe – it might need a little bit of milk, but yeah. it's already uh, the consistency that of you want for cheese. the cheese. You're still going to need butter. You're still going to need milk and all those kind of things. But it creates this um, disgusting texture. <laughs> This 
tar-like texture I'm that right now yeah your <laughs> mouth struggles and it likes the struggle and it wants more that's part of it yes that's part of it yeah it is funny when food comes in powder yes i mean it's just sort of like uh it really makes you question existentially like what is food right like what is or what does it mean to be an organic thing of big, the earth big fan of powdered pastas love powdered love it give me a powdered pasta <laughs> okay yeah Give me a powdered anything. Right. Spaceman ice cream, I'll take all that powder. Donuts. Okay. Um, um, my pick? It's on you, Bill. We're going to go lower. Okay. Macaroni and cheese is so the high. Epic, iconic duo. Okay. We're going to go with number 42. 42. Yep. Okay. Yep. Number 42. Ouch. Number 42. A lot of eye rolls happening in the studio right now. I mean, I don't – I want to sort of keep it uh, poker face as I explain this. Too late. But this to me is one of the – this is criminally underrated in my opinion. Higher Should it be higher than eight? I – to me, it's hovering right around Leonard McCartney. Jesus. Miss Piggy and Kermit. Wow. <laughs> We've talked about your love of Kermit. Love Kermit. Kermit, wait. Kermit is – wait, am I getting this bugs. wrong? Love bugs. Love bugs. Love bugs. Love bugs. Lo- I mean, but the Muppets, Kermit, okay. Miss Piggy. Wait, did you think that he was a basic frog? Did no, you think m- that he was a basic Mickey's frog? Mickey's a basic ass Mickey's mouse. Mickey's the basic dude. mouse. Mickey is How a- does that rank? Where, where's Kermit in the Mickey – I think we did discuss this. The yeah. Muppets got thrown into that conversation. They must have. I, mean, I don't rumble. know, man. Like, the Muppets may be, may be at the top of the mountain, honestly. No, I'm just talking Kermit versus Bugs. <laughs> Damn. Bugs is more mischievous. Kermit's just kind of friendlier. You sold me on Bugs, dude. There's no, no going Bugs back. No, Bugs is the best. Yeah. Bugs is the There's best. There's no going no, back. Bugs is, Bugs is my icon. So here's what I would say about this, about number 42, ranking them number 42. I can't 42. believe 42. I'm not so mad at it that ranking. Really? Because I think that as individual entities, those two hold up. Yes. We love them as individual entities. Right. Their need to be together and their dynamic together on again, isn't, off again. Yeah. I'm I'm I It's like I, Ross and Rachel. Exactly. It's like Ross is fine by himself, Rachel is fine by himself. Whether they're together or not, I'm still going to be watching Friends Thursday at 8:30. I hear that. I hear that. And you're saying like whether or like the cute on or off again. Oh, Kermit, like the Miss Piggy always pursuing Kermit, Kermit right. like being a little weirded out but yes. also liking her. Yes. That yeah. sort of like romantic tension tete-a-tete. You're like, I could kind of take it or leave it. Take it or leave Give it. Give me the Muppets. I'm more interested in the fact that uh, Miss Piggy can do those flying karate kicks. Yeah. Hiya. <laughs> yeah. Hiya, frog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, w- I would rank that higher than I would rank their Hiya, relationship. frog. <laughs> Okay, great. Uh, that is the first act of the duo's uh, Love episode. this idea, Frank. This thank is already paying off dividends huge. Once again, thank you, Frank. You. <laughs> thank you, Frank. You. Um, is there any sort of iconic duo? Maybe Daryl Hall and Someone Oates. Oh, 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 I think maybe John. Okay. But yeah, I mean, Hall and Oates is... Timbo and Magoo? <coughs> Timbo and Magoo? Gosh. I can't stand the, the rain. rain. Let's play that song. Okay. Hey. For our, I mean, come wow. on. Come on. Missy Elliott and Timberland, a duo that we have discussed on this podcast okay. and their icon status. Timbo and Magoo. The best. Done? They're my one of my they're my favorite hip hop duo, period. Okay. Timbo and Magoo it is. Yeah. Sports car. Uh-huh. Shanta got big lips and handlebar. Uh-huh. Put it on Tim like a porno star. Uh-huh. Run back the tape in the VCR. I'm coming, baby, like the big black kahuna. I wish you would have hunt me just a little sooner. Now rich like silver spooner. Spooner. Now here's the finger. Now I got your moon. I wish you would have did that two years ago. Let me feel the body hit the skin, yo. Now you see a brother making a little dough. I really hate that mess, but I love you, yo. Uh, uh, 
Think about me, Alongo, make all the Luciano and girls with condo, Chanel with Gatano. Girl, my persona, I share like Sonny Bono. Black and white keys, lay girls on my piano. Me, Missy, and Timbo, rap at any tempo. Huckleberry, Sam, Magoo, the South Pimpo. Caught up in my lingo, B9, girl, I'm bingo. Help, I see a beetle cool out, that's only Ringo. Missy sang a jangle as I commenced the tango. Genuine riding on a pony, put pony in the middle. Check the riddle, got your girl pants hot a little. Thinking that she's on when you only just a nickel. Take a tickle, cause your man pickle green and ridicule. Mag and soup old from down south and nickel. Black house shoes, my cane go to match. Pimp crap game, take all your scratch. Girl, I'm the P, see me on TV. BB, hook me up with your girl CC. Female, looky here, I'm Chip, you dare. Let me get one kiss, just don't go tell. You so absurd, I thought you heard. If you don't know, the bird is a word. It's the bird, bird, bird. The bird is a word. The bird, bird, bird. The bird is a word. Don't stop like good dick. Sky pages hot miss when you need a fix. Big girls don't cry, we take all of it. Doggy style like George in the parliament. Feel me now, see my loving got you bed struckin'. Head is stuckin', the pillowcase suckin'. Shanta still handcuffin'. Just me and you, cause I'ma rock it all night. You can go fast or slow, but I'ma tell you when you get it right. Look at you, girl, talking trash. I'ma come around and swing that ass. Make you bend over, uh, backwards. Call me master. Have you seen the No Joke Podcast. This is Act 2. Today we're talking duos, yep. which is why your ears were just treated to Timbaland and Missy Elliott. Beep, beep. Who's got the keys to, to the, the Jeep? Jeep room? That's fun. Oh my god. That's fun. Yes. Um, as Billy said, and as I don't know if you if you guys happen to tune into our Facebook Live that we recorded earlier today, Tuesday, um, we've been receiving a bounty of gifts. We're swimming in yarn, folks. Swimming in yarn. Yep. Um, we are so grateful to you all, our listeners, for sending us gifts, and we're about to open one yes. unopened. Before we lot. open it? Yes. Before we open it? Yes. Um, you wanted to promote the Harvard Sailing Team. Oh, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you do that real quick? I would love to. So Billy and I are in a sketch group, Harvard Sailing Team. Uh, we have been doing monthly shows here in Los Angeles. At putting the, out videos every other Wednesday. Putting out videos every other Wednesday uh, that you can see on the Harvard Sailing Team YouTube page. We also do live shows. We do one a month, the first Saturday of every month yes. at the Nerdist School, yes. which is here in L.A., 7518 Sunset Boulevard. And we have another show coming up on December 2nd. Saturday, December 2, 8 p.m. $5 at the door. If you're in L.A., please come, bring yarn, hang out, 
We have a season ticket holder. We have a season. We have a season ticket holder. Yes. Um, who I failed to see at the show. You did, however. I did. I caught her afterwards. Okay. Our dear friend Mitzi. Yep. Who is a devoted listener and friend. Yes. Uh, with her own podcast. Yes. Wonderfully talented woman in her own right. Yes. And she has. Yeah. She's been at the last couple Harvard Sailing Team shows. But this time she came bearing she gifts. She came bearing specifically yarn gift. Yes. Rainbow colored yarn, and it looked amazing. It was in like a cup, almost like a cupcake pastry shape. H- high end yarn. Really high end. Like multicolored <laughs> yeah. on one string. Nice stuff. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. So we are very grateful. Thank you, Mitzi. We are going – we're trying to be diligent in thanking everyone who yeah. sends us gifts yeah. on air. Yes. Um, that was a risk she took. That was a risk. Off air. That was, that was an off air. Offline. We IRL. To, we had to carry that memory with us <laughs> yeah, for literally. a week or so. It's in the back of my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As we speak. That's yeah. very funny. <laughs> um, but we still very much encourage you guys to send us absurd – it started at Yarn. Yes. But at this point, this is just a gifting we'll podcast. take whatever you got. Macaroni and cheese powder. Send it on. Yeah. Maybe you have a fun <laughs> – local macaroni and cheese brand that you wouldn't believe. Come on now. We would be happy to open that box yeah. and tell you what we find <laughs> We're on the podcast. macaroni and cheese podcast now. <gasps> we just want gifts. Yeah, we want gifts so badly. Um, and if you'd like to send us gifts, you can email us. We can get you the headgum address at nojokepod. You yep. can also tweet at us, nojokepod, yep. at Twitter, and yep. uh, we will get you any information you need to send us nonsense. Absolutely. I am looking at a gift right now that is coming from Best Dress Express Wait. in Downington, Pennsylvania. Best Dressed Express Dress Express. Wait, it's not best dressed? It's best dress. Best dress. Express. One, they have the best dress. That's it. Express. One, do you think that okay, what do you think's in there? Do you think it's a dress? I think this might be an article of clothing. Really? I mean, I think that this I initially I thought it might be yarn. Okay. It's squishy and fabricy. Okay. Nothing metallic or hard or sort of solid. Okay. I think this is now. I asked for in previous podcasts. I said that I can't really dress myself. J. Crew right. pants outfit me in khakis. Yes, I asked for ten thousand new fans on Instagram. I'm up to about uh, five new for the month. Uh, wow! I asked for a lifetime supply of khakis. Yes. So I don't know what's in here, but we're Hold about on. to find out. Is your is your khaki? Do you think there's a pair of khakis in this package? <laughs> I think that the- it doesn't feel – it doesn't uh, – again, tactily, as I sort of hunt around the package here, I don't know if it's – maybe. Honestly, maybe. Only one way to find out. Are we doing it? You're doing it. Oh, heck yeah. Here's it's... the satisfying – thank you. Wow. That sounded great on air. <laughs> Dear God. Okay. Whoa. Not khakis. Okay. We're looking at something that is kind of blue and gray flannel. It's it's packaged like a nice object. It's really nice. Tear, this that, is like, tear that plastic open. Tear it right open. This is a proper article of clothing. It's a beautiful pajama pants. Really nice pajama pants. Holycrap.com. What? Talk about best amazing. dress express. What the hell? Unreal, J. Crew. Adam. <laughs> <laughs> These are J. Crew pajama pants. Ask and ye Wait shall. A Ask and ye shall. Wait, this there's is... a piece of paper. There's a piece of paper. There is? No, this is from before. This is from Moana. There's, there's a piece of paper. This comes anonymous. Wait a minute. I'm afraid that this comes anonymously. I have good news for you, Adam. On the Facebook Live podcast, we opened up a box that revealed Moana. Correct. In that note. Correct. One, Runa Othman. Yes. Or Othman. I'm yeah. sorry for mispronouncing. Yes. Said there's a pair of J. Crew pants as well. I didn't understand what that meant at the time. The puzzle comes together. Wow. <laughs> Rana, at, if this is from you, yes. holy C-R-A-P crap. Can you put them on over your real pants I'm right now? it right now. This will not satisfy the listeners at home. I'm still doing it. I'm taking off my shoes. Okay. These are 
absolutely amazing looking pajama pants. They look so comfortable to the touch. I just want you to give a little tactile experience of it. There you go, Bill. Yep, nice. those are really nice. Really, really nice. Um, I will say that this is setting a precedent, Adam. What's that? If anyone else sends us clothes, namely you clothes, you now have to put them on <laughs> In on studio. air. Meaning that if, we, if this podcast gets popular enough, like 13 pairs of pants or 13 jackets come in. That's just going to be our podcast. Adam, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. The tra- the res- the disrespect. Like <laughs> wearing pajama pants really changes how you look at someone. <laughs> now you look like a lazy <laughs> loser. Like, no. Like a, oh. No, you look great, but it's yeah. Christmas morning. It's Christmas morning. It's like now. you you don't have the responsibility of having to wear That's right. This is you just take a pick. This yeah. is just oh, I'll be taking plenty of picks. Great. These, um, Runna, again, if these are from you, Runna, which, again, Billy's so sort of Sherlocky right. and sort of put that puzzle together, these are incredible. They're beautiful pants. <laughs> these are legitimately beautiful pants. Adam, bestow- Adam was bestowed some beautiful pants. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I will never take them off. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's episode it's incredible. Act, it is Act Two of the No Joke podcast. Oh, uh, we are trying to talk about duos, yes. but we both got our brains recalibrated by this beautiful pair of pajamas. These pant legs are an amazing duo of pant leg that I'm wearing right now. I can't even believe it. Adam, that said, you're going to have to pick a number. Okay, holy crap. Uh, my life has changed with these pajama pants. Okay, I'm going to go, let's go 55. Wow, even lower. Yeah, even lower. Let's see who's down there. Less popular than Kermit and Miss I mean, Piggy. if Kermit and Miss Piggy are, are sort of like squandering in the 40s, who's in the 50s? Lady and the Tramp. Lady and the Tramp! What you got? What do you got to tell me about Lady and the Tramp? Yeah, Lady and the Tramp, I mean, that's a movie that I saw as a kid. Definitely not since. Two dogs? Are they both dogs? No, I think it's a... I, yeah, they're dogs. They're dogs? They're dogs. They eat spaghetti? Yeah, they eat spaghetti. They, they share that one romantic strand of spaghetti and it leads to a smooch. Or is that the prequel to All Dogs Go to Heaven? I don't think it is. Okay. I don't think so because All Dogs Go to Heaven, I believe, and I could be way wrong here, I'm pretty sure that Lady and the Tramp was Disney. It was okay. like one of the old Disney movies. And I think that All Dogs Go to Heaven was like that like Don Bluth, like the American tale, oh. like the movies that like weren't Disney. Not Disney. Not Disney. Right. Yeah. But uh, Lady and the Tramp, yeah, two Two dogs, dogs who love pasta. Who love pasta. Right. Kiss one night. Why is one a tramp? Is that a sh- is, isn't a tramp like a y'all ain't nothing but a hoochie mama? Yeah, I think, again, if I'm, I'm cobbling together some very vague memories, one dog, I think Lady, was probably rich, had a rich owner, was well taken care of. Oh. I think the tramp, I don't know what the dog's name was in the movie, was like a street dog, like a street scrappy. Pickpocket. Pickpocket. Yep. Loser. Poor dog. Love, but they, they found out that they both love pasta. Spaghetti brings everyone together. Okay. Okay. Spaghetti brings everyone together. Is that true that all dogs go to heaven, by the way? Um, that's worth a fact check. Okay. It's worth a fact check. If anyone knows, maybe your uncle or aunt is a veterinarian yeah. or a priest yeah. or an embalmer. Let us know. Yeah. Because, like, what are the odds, honestly, that all of them do? There's probably I, some rotten-ass dogs out there that go to the bottom Well, place. is it the same heaven? Is human heaven and dog heaven the same place, or is it just, like, two totally different parts of the map? Great, great question. Right. Does every animal kingdom have their own heaven? These are These are... Poignant, poignant, important. Questions. Or is heaven just uh, like Earth Two? Is it like that movie Earth Two? Right. Or it's just like another planet, and the yeah. dogs go there. Right. What do we mean by heaven? What would you want? Would you want your heaven, Adam, to just be people only, or would you settle for like I don't know a koi pond? <laughs> like, would you let a koi pond into your heaven? <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I would. <laughs> Your call. Your choice. Such a funny question. I would totally <laughs> let a koi pond into my heaven. If you let in a koi pond, though, you're letting in the whole animal well, kingdom, open right? Open up the floodgates. I mean, why koi and not, you know, poodles? <laughs> no. I, to me, my heaven is interspecial. My, okay. my heaven is multi-species. Okay. It's got everybody. It's got humans. It's got kois. It's got poodles. Do people go to the bathroom in your heaven? 
I think you never have to go. Wow. You just don't have to go. Wow. Yeah. It huh. just it never really comes up. Do you sweat? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I don't think you perspire. I don't really think your bladder really works in the same way. I okay. don't think you really have to use the bathroom or – yeah, your Do body – Do you get full when you eat meals? You fill up? Huh. <laughs> no, because you're eating for the sheer sensorial pleasure of it, and okay. it's not about like fill. It's not about an appetite. You don't need fuel okay. to exist. Got it. It's really just for the for the tactile sensory joy of the taste and the pleasure of eating. Okay. It has no, you don't have, so therefore it doesn't fill you up. You don't have to defecate. Okay. It's not about the biology of it. It's just the taste of food and the feel of the koi pond. Okay. TBD. If all dogs go to heaven. <laughs> TBD. TBD. If yeah. TBD. Uh, who Holy picks a number? Crap, me or you? Uh, this is you. Okie dokie. Hit me, Bill. Uh, Hit me with the number, number one to 100. Feeling? One to 100? Yeah. Let's go big dog style. Let's go three. Whoa. All the way to the tippy, tippy, tip. Hello, tippy. Okay. Number three, Bert and Ernie. Okay. I mean. What do you got to say about Bert and Ernie? Bert and Ernie were icon. I mean, I was a, Ses- Sesame Street was critical to my literal brain development. Bert, tall head, Ernie, round head? You got it. Okay. Um, they slept in the same bed. Bert, Ernie was always getting cookie crumbs in the bed. Who Bert, was? I mean, Wait, Ernie was? Oh, yeah. Was Ernie the clown and Bert was like, Jesus, get it together, Ernie. Classic odd couple. Bernie was anal and neat and everything by the numbers and uh-huh. Ernie was a crazy guy. Okay, jobs? Did they have jobs? Oh, I don't think they had jobs. Are they men or boys? <sighs> What's their age? Yeah, that's a good question. What would you guess their ages? I would that's guess... A really good question. Having only seen them peripherally and now I'm a man who hasn't seen their show in years, yes. I would guess... They're both like in their mid forties. Forties. I was gonna say like thirteen and eleven. What? <laughs> Do one of, does one of them have a mustache? One of them has like a like a black tuft of hair in this yeah, like the yeah. center. Yes, it's Bert that has the black tuft. He's the yellow banana head. Right. He's got the black tuft. Thirteen. Where's their parents? I'm way. Is there off. any reference of their parents? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. It seems like they pay their own rent. It just seems like I always thought that they were just like kids who shared a bed. Like instead of bunk bedding it, they just like shared the bed. How old's Big Bird? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Who the hell old is Big Bird? Like yeah. Oscar the Grouch? Yeah. Am I supposed to believe he's five? No, I guess he's like middle-aged. I guess you're right. Maybe my age of the Sesame Street Muppets are way off. I think you're right. I think they're like I think they're like driver's license having, uh-huh. like 401k having, tax-paying uh-huh. adults. They seem like they're all paying their own rent. I think rent. they're adults. Bert and Ernie. Uh, what do they teach us? Friendship. Friendship, I think. Understanding. Understanding. Okay. Maybe. Okay. I mean, and there was always the sort of like rumor like, are they a couple? Oh. You know what I mean? There was always that like Bert and Ernie thing of like, wait a minute, are they just like a gay are they just like a gay couple? That and- pre- that presumes some adulthood. Yes, exactly. Never. That pres- a a sexu- sexuality. Right. So right. post puberty. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that's why I have default to imagining that they're all these Sesame Street characters are pre-puberty. Sure. Because it's like let's just take sexuality out of that's it. That's good call. That's and just make call. them eleven. That's good call. If they're forty-five, it's like, are you a? Do you guys kiss at night in that bed? Or? So are they friends or are they lovers? I think they're friends. Just friends. I think they're just good, great friends. Do you know where they met? <laughs> Um, I think it was probably through either maybe a, um, a mutual friend like Gordon or Maria from Sesame Street. Right. Because unless you're them. born on Sesame Street, how are you finding out about Sesame Street? You need one of the Sesame Street people to literally leave town for a day and be like, oh, by the way, I live in this like far out place. You got to check That's it out. That's the theme song. Can you tell me how to, get, it. How to get to Sesame, Sesame Street? Street? Can you tell me how to get there? We could tell people how to get to Sesame Street. We were there once. We were there once. Harvard Sailing Team. Yeah. Show on December 2nd. Right. The Nerdist School Theater. Sure. Um, this was how many years ago, Bill? Uh, many. Ten. Jesus. Ten years ago or something like that. You take the 59th Street Bridge to Queens. Yeah. 
It's pretty much that. That's right. That's how you get to Sesame Street. Yeah, you take yeah. it to Queens, and then you just go under uh, 30th Avenue, and Sesame Street that, is literally shoots right there. That was such a blast. We that was so much fun doing that. That yeah. was really really incredible. We got you and Farron and Rebecca. Yes, got to do the robot dance. Correct on Sesame Street. That's right. We also did a bit about counting to ten. Yep, big, the big the big stuff. The big stuff. The hard hitting cues. That uh, was really fun. Um, that was really fun. You know what's even more fun? Yes, doing an ad break. I love ads. Want to do a fun ad? I would love to. Let's have some fun. Let's sell some product. Let's do it. And uh, we'll be right back with the No Joke Podcast. I'm wearing pajamas. Once again, we would like to thank Squarespace.com. Thank you, Squarespace. There it is again, Adam. Uh, you all Slide you, it in there. Compulsivechimes.com. It's a compulsive chime. We talked about that on a previous podcast. Compulsive chimer. Um, I did not look to see if Compulsive Chimes is still available. <laughs> we should probably look. That would be a great website to start using Squarespace.com. Way to segue back to why we're here. <laughs> on Squarespace.com, not only can you design your own website, but you can also sniff out domain names that's to right. see if they're available. Yeah, like uh, ImpulsiveChimer.com. That's right. Yeah. Um, Squarespace.com is great for anybody with an idea. Yeah. If you have a plan, if you want to put your idea to work, yep. to action online, use Squarespace. Yes. Squarespace.com provides plenty of beautiful, Worn winning templates for you to use on your site. That's right. And they do this by giving you, like Billy said, the beautiful templates created by world-class designers. Powerful e-commerce functionality lets you sell anything online. It's great for stores if you're opening an online store. Yeah. Um, the ability to customize your look and the field, settings, products, and more with just a few clicks. It's super user-friendly. Yeah. The design is sleek as hell. It's really nice. I'm no photographer, but I'm considering um, starting a photo blog. Oh, my God. Cool. Yeah. Cool, Bill. Where I just go around. I take cool shots, cool shots around the city. Oh, sweet. And then I like show them to people and I'm like, yo, check out my vibe. That's radical. Um, but I just don't know how to share them or what website service I should use. You should start a website called coolcityshots.com. Okay. Backslash check out my vibe. Okay. And you should probably use squarespace.com to do so. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> so I should head to squarespace.com for a free trial. Yes. And when I'm ready to launch, I should use the offer code no joke to save 10% on my first purchase. Sounds like a plan. Okay. They have 24-7 award-winning customer support, nothing to patch or upgrade ever, and free and secure hosting. Okay. Do so it. I'm going to just change my character real quick and talk to the audience. <laughs> okay, do it. Head to <laughs> squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you are ready to launch, use the offer code NOJOKE to save 10% off your first purchase. Yep. And while you're there, let us know if compulsivechimes.com is available. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. This is Act 3. Today, Billy and I, we're talking about duos. Trying to talk about duos. Like duos. Like often, we uh, get sidetracked. Oh, obviously. By pajama pants, we received an amazing gift from Runna. Yes. Super nice J. Crew pajama pants. Yeah. Really, really, really fancy. Who is going to gift Bill 8,300 bot followers on. on Instagram? Somebody come through. We said, I think it was December 1st, which is right around the freaking corner. Yeah, it is, man. 8,300 Instagram Come followers. on. We need that. It's not just going to take me reminding you that my handle is at Billy Scafuri. We're going to need some bots. Please. Some good boy and girl bots. Ship those bots right over here, right to at Billy Scafuri. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned December 1st as a target date for something that yep. I've been working towards. We also promised the listeners of No Joke that something would happen on November 5th. We did. And if you can hear the uh, shift in my voice, yeah. how I've slowed things down. Yep. Little sad. With regret. Little embarrassed. Yeah. Little ashamed. Yeah. We uh, made a big positive push for change in the world. Yes. Namely, climate change. Hashtag climate change. We figured it out. We had solved climate change. We, cra we literally cracked the code. And we said that we would carry the torch for change. <laughs> yep. Namely, by carrying the ice to the ocean. We said that we would take two bags of ice. Each. Each. From 7-Eleven. Two bags of ice each from 7-Eleven. Yeah. We would take these, this ice to the ocean. Yeah. And we would dump it in the ocean. 
to cool to cool the water temperature and to essentially like help sort of like reform the polarized caps. We have all seen the sad footage of polarized caps just crumbling yeah, into the ocean. It's too warm. The, the, it's like going creeping up by two and three degrees. Yeah. What better way to combat that than four bags of ice from 7-Eleven dumped into the ocean one time? We have all of this land ice. Yeah. We have so much land ice. Land ice. We need to put that land ice where it belongs. It's like seeing a bird in a cage and saying, fly free. Flee. I want to put you where you belong. Flee. So we received an email of someone named Sam from Montana. Hi, Sam. Lovely Sam said, first, your podcast is some good stuff. I like. Keep doing what you're doing. Okay, we'll do. Um, Second, a few many episodes ago, you promised to dump two bags of ice (laughs) in the ocean on November 5th to combat global warming. November 5th. Just curious if you've kept your word, since as of that day, it has been terribly cold here in Montana, and there could be few other explanations for the sudden change <laughs> in weather. Sincerely, Sam. Oh, Sam. P.S. Still waiting on the Mid-North road trip. Oh, that's right. We were going to head up to the Mid-North. Uh, we apologize, Sam. We are not men of our word. Yeah. We're phonies. We didn't do that. We're frauds. No- yeah. We're clowns. We're liars. We didn't do that on November 5th. We did not take two bags. Might as well I- pour gasoline on a plant. Truly. We're bad. Truly. We're bad to the bone. Yeah. So, I mean, thank you for holding our feet to the fire and holding us accountable for that because we deserve to be held to our word. And here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Here's how we're going to make that change. Tell me, Bill. Maybe you can hear my voice ramping up for some big, exciting news. Now we're inspiring. November 5th, 2018. Buckle your seatbelts. Adam and I are going to make up for past transgressions. Yes. Four bags of ice yes. are going in the ocean. November 5, 2018. There's no knocking, off us our, uh, knocking us off our goal this time. Join us at the Pacific Ocean. Meet us there. We'll be on the shore. Meet us there. We'll be right on the shore. You can't miss us. We'll be the ones holding ice. We'll be at the beach, <laughs> at the Pacific Ocean, with four bags of ice each, folks. November 5, 2018. Okay. <laughs> Go to your local 7-Eleven. They're everywhere. Meet us there. All around the world. Go to the Pacific Ocean. Meet us. Dump that ice in the ocean. Meet us. Just so you can find us, we'll bring, uh, you know what? I'll bring my pajama pants. I'll put them on a thing and we'll use it like as a flag just so you can find us there. That's a good idea. Just so you can find us. That's a good idea. Because the ocean, the coastline is long and Parking. there's a lot of it. Parking. Um, we're talking duos. <laughs> it is the third act of the No Joke <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yes. Um, Adam, we have mentioned it before. We are a duo who receives a lot of gifts. Yes. This is by, by far the biggest gift we have yeah, received. Yeah, we have a huge, huge package here. Um, can you vamp? Yes. While I begin to open up this massive, massive box. Absolutely. Maybe you guess what might be in this box Vamp while I on. Open it. Okay. Vamp on. Okay. So one of the things, as uh, our listeners know, we are huge Carly Rae Jepsen fans. We have talked about creating this conspiracy board in which we sort of um, tie together the meanings and sub-meanings of all of Miss Jepsen's work and her entire oeuvre. We have a gift here now that yep. is roughly the size of a ping pong it's, table. It's big. It's big. Now this, so we've received yarn, as we've said. We've received push pins, as we've said. Yes. We've received other Carly Rae paraphernalia, as we've said. And now we've oh, received baby. the white whale. Maybe you can hear the rustling. Maybe you can hear the rustling. This is a huge piece of it. This is a critical piece to the puzzle. You can't have a car engine without a car. Nope. And you can't have a conspiracy board without the board the... itself. We got a wow, big old board. Look at that. Hey, that's a nice board. That this is a legitimately awesome fine grain cork board. Yes. Wow, this is so great. That's real, man. Okay. Oh my word, we finally have the piece de resistance on which we can put car- pictures of Carly Rae, red yarn that ties clues together, yep. push pins. Once again, they've used the Amazon fulfillment service. Great. I think I know who this is from. Really? 
I think I know who this is from. Okay, great. Wow, it is really, really sharp. Man, this is great. Where are we going to keep this, Bill? Here. Uh, maybe in your pants. Okay, great. Right in my pajama pants. <laughs> maybe we put them in your pants. <laughs> um, Adam, yeah, so we have, we mentioned it before, Yes. on our Twitter page, Yes. we have a lot of fun interactions with uh, a lot of people who mm-hmm. listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have told us that they want to, since our podcast is free, they want to gift us things to say thank you. Yes. Well, a man named Jake Fryland. Jake! A man named Jake Fryland. Yes, sir. Went out of his way to say, if you guys really want a corkboard, allow me to deliver. Mr. Fryland. Man of his word. Unbelievable. Man of his word. Thank you so much, Jake. This. Get- Give him a follow. Give him a follow on Twitter. Yes. At Week Old Coffee. Yes. At Week, week old. old Coffee. That's a good one. Man, well, at Week Old Coffee, a.k.a. Jake Fryland, this is a huge piece to our Carly Rae puzzle. Yes. Now we can finally start cracking the code on what makes her the iconic pop star of our age. Good call. Yeah. Uh, we should also shout out Runna one more time. Yes. Her handle is at Runna, R-A-N-A, off. Yes. O-T-H. Love that. We Thanks, love our dudes. followers. We love our listeners. We're so grateful for your interactivity. Four bags of ice. Four November bags of ice. <laughs> November 2018. Meet us on the beach. Got it. Uh, we're talking duos. We are. We're trying our best. We're doing it. We got pajamas in the studio. We got boxes everywhere. <laughs> this is really a precursor for Christmas. Christmas. It feels. It really actually feels like Christmas in here. There's a Moana toy right. laying on the table. Is it bad that we pander for gifts? I don't think so. I feel like this is the podcast fully realized. Right? Is this, isn't that what these microphones are for? We said that we would love to do a call-in segment, but the technology is not there for us to <laughs> To talk to the people who listen to the podcast. Yeah. This is pretty damn this close. This is good, man. <laughs> you send us stuff and we talk about it. This is a gift in segment. Uh, Adam. Yes, man. One through 100. Okay. Uh, we did number three last time. That was Bert and Ernie. Yes. Give me number two. Wow. I want to know who's right above. Not mad. Not mad at that choice. Once number again, two. we are ranking the top 100 duos and the number two duo who are definitively better, according to Ranker.com, than Bert and Ernie is Batman and Robin. Okay, sure. We've talked about them. Yeah. Robin's you know, a lame. Robin's a lame. A Dick, lame. Dick Grayson. Batman has can pick anyone yeah. to support him. Yeah, Robin, pick why a, him? Pick, just a fanboy. He's just a little fanboy. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Doesn't make a ton of sense. Can I do another one? Yeah. 71. Wow. Let's slide down the rankings. Do you think that you're going to be more impressed with number 71 than you were with two? I mean, Batman and Robin, again, like we've talked about Batman and Robin. I'm not a big superhero, super comic book guy. I get that they're an iconic duo. Okay. I love the Adam West show as much as anybody else. Yeah. I love Chris O'Donnell in that one movie he was Robin. I'm curious what you think about this one. Campfires and marshmallows. Okay, yeah, sure. That's cool. Feels like a stretch. That's cool. Feels like a reach. Campfires and marshmallows. Like... It's I like you're you're, it. you're you're omitting the rest of the s'more ingredients. And yeah, like what about the stick? <laughs> it feels like that feels like a foursome or a fivesome. Yeah, it feels like graham cracker, chocolate, marshmallow, campfire, foursome. And like with phrases like peanut butter and jelly, yeah, rolls off the tongue. And that makes it a duo. Are you in any way being like, let's do the campfire and marshmallows? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think so, Billy. I think you bring up a really good point. Okay. The way that it, like, the way that it viscerally feels in the mouth and to the ear affects how good of a duo it is. Agreed. Peanut butter and jelly. Batman and Robin. Agreed. Campfires and marshmallows is a bit of a mouthful. It doesn't right. quite evoke feet and sneakers. Feet and sneakers doesn't. It's not. It's a little forced. Ears and headphones. Yeah, eh. it's a little forced. Eh. I agree. Okay. I mean, look, we love making s'mores. We love sitting around a campfire and sure. cooking up some s'mores as much as the next guy or gal. Love a good fire. But in terms of a duo, yeah, to me, the whole s'mores package is a foursome. Okay. If I needed to, that's my blunt opinion. Yep. Yep. Um, since we are a, a gift podcast, yes, and that's what we do now. Yes. That's all we do that's is right. ask for stuff. That's right. We are pathetic, this is but this is what we're doing. <laughs> um, I would love to receive. 
We just come into this room and ask for things we want into the microphone. Which is funny because when I was growing up, my mom would be like, Billy, like, what do you want for your birthday? And I would always, like, as a little kid, I would, I would be so uncomfortable asking for now something we... that I'd always be like, uh, no, nothing. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't want anything. And now I, I want it all. Shameless. I want a fire starter. We... <laughs> I want... Like if me and you go camping, I like a, like a like flint or like something that I can like swipe on something okay. and then like fire shows up. So if anybody has a sweet ass flint <laughs> yeah, or a fire, fire. <laughs> like naked and afraid, power hungry, naked <laughs> and afraid, you could bring tools, you could bring knives, and some people bring this thing that you whack and fire like starts. A flint, like yeah, a flint. Well, just, what's that thing that like goes whack? <laughs> <laughs> no joke pod at gmail.com <laughs> no joke pod at twitter Dude, Billy just wants one of those like what's up flints that you could just send a fire like what's up we want to open fire in the studio <laughs> <laughs> this is a riot okay Billy hit me with a number man okay we have five minutes left let's each get one guest left okay okay great um, I will let you pick the top of the castle oh, you're sweet uh, I'll take 50 dead in the middle 50 really really right down the middle yep. okay the number 50 most iconic duo the Blues Brothers. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Your apathy is deafening. Read me 50 through 60. 50 through 60. The Blues Brothers. Okay. Abbott and Costello. Okay. Now, there's a duo that I know a whole lot about. I'm going to tell you my favorite of the 10. Chips and Salsa. Okay. Starsky and Hutch. Okay. Drake and Josh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Again, we're lady, not millennials. Lady, lady, of the, lady of the Tramp. Boo. Andy Griffith and Don Knotts. No, no. Funny from the Andy Griffith show. Doesn't like get that. me excited. Chandler Bing and Joey Tribbiani. Okay, trending, <laughs> trending in the right direction. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Okay. Pinky and the Brain from Animaniacs. Fun. And number 60, Beavis and Butthead. I'm going chips and salsa. Chips and salsa. <laughs> going chips and salsa. Chips and salsa. I don't even like chips and salsa. But it's like it's the it's the best one. Comes right out the mouth. And th- you know what? Honestly, that's a good example of like chips and salsa sounds good to say. It feels good to say. Better than Andy Griffith and Don Knotts. Too much. Again, Big Frank loves the Andy Griffith show. So do I. I'm not gonna be I'm not slamming that no show. Way, never. It's just not a duo that I'm like, well, that just it's chips and salsa. Chips and salsa. Yeah. Chips and salsa. Chips, chips and salsa is also one of the duos that we're encountering most frequently on like a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. And especially in Southern California. It's an everyday duo that you're seeing all the time. They're on the table. Love you, chips. Love Some you people salsa. in New York, you get bread. Yes. In LA, you get chips, chips and, and salsa. Chips and salsa. Yeah. Thank you. Um, should we do it? Should we? Top dog. Should we see rankers? Top dog duo. Number one. Let's according to America, these are all voted on. Oh, wow. So do you have any guesses? Did you see it already? We should probably I did not. Okay. I did not. Number three was Burton Ernie. Number two was Batman and Robin. Men. Just men everywhere. It's just men. It's just a couple of Batman more... and Robin, Burton Ernie, yeah, yeah. and Shaggy. Men, I mean, men, men. Yeah. God, I wonder what the top duo could possibly be. It's not going to be Simon and Garfunkel. It is not. Okay. Uh, jeez. Is it going to be something cool like God and Satan or something or like Jesus and Mary? I don't know how cool that is. Okay. Um, but it's not as cool as that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I, I guess I don't know. Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry, the, the, the cartoon. A fake-ass cat and a fake-ass mouse. Cartoons. We're not loving that. We're not loving that. Whack. That's, whack. A, whack, that's a whack attack. <laughs> I'm having a whack attack. We that, just wasted 45 minutes to climb Everest. Tom and we and got Jerry. to the top of Everest. There was, like, nothing there to see. I would almost say Ben and Jerry. Yes. I would, I would yes. take Ben and Jerry over Tom and Jerry. Yes. To be totally honest with you. What the hell is Tom and Jerry getting us? <laughs> Oh, a it's cat like chases th- a mouse with a hammer. Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. Exactly. I mean, our cartoon allegiances lie with bugs. Not that we don't have room in our hearts and minds to appreciate Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Okay, we do. Fine. We can and we will. We appreciate Kermit and, and Miss Piggy. Of yeah. course we do. Uh-huh. But 
Our hearts are with bugs. I'm more of an itchy and scratchy guy. Itchy. You know what I mean? Great call. Great just, call. That, those, that basic-ass cartoon is the number one duo of all time. Doesn't make sense. I would even take Krusty the Clown and Sideshow Bob. Yes. <laughs> yes, I would, I would take too. Krusty and Sideshow. Number six through eight was peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Seven was milk and cookies. And eight was macaroni and cheese. Just ideas. Just yep. like food duos. You're telling me that... Tom and Jerry is better than a peanut butter and jelly. With all, that Tom and French, Jerry but, is better than milk and cookies. But that's bullcrap. Yes, I will pardon your French, and I agree. I will pardon your French, and I agree. It's bullcrap. We wasted your time, America, <laughs> and we're sorry. Do you have a flint you could send us? We want your fine. <laughs> we're literally covered in boxes and pajamas. Christmas is in seven weeks, and you guys are just delivering. Thank you so much. We now have the cork board that Thank we can Jake. start assembling our five miles of yarn Thank on. Thank you, Mr. Fryland. We also have a Carly Rae Jepsen life-size cutout oh that we will God. immediately put on. Unreal. We may encourage other HeadGum podcasts to put a piece of uh, flair on the board as well. Put some flair on the board. Throw maybe it up be- there. Maybe it becomes a family uh, cork board. Be delightful. We'll have to we see. We can all crack this Carly Rae Jepsen nut together. But uh, thanks to Jake Fryland, we now have that. And thank you, Rana, for literally the embarrassment of riches. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week yes. when I receive my flint from one of you and burn down headgum. And 83, <laughs> and 8,300 Twitter followers. Oh, yes. 8,300. 8, December 3, 1, guys. We have about two weeks two. left to buy Bill some bots. <laughs> buy Bill some bots. Make it a hashtag. Make it go viral. <laughs> Make that hashtag go viral. I'll fill in the Christmas morning sillies in here. Buy Bill some oh. bots. <laughs> okay. Unbelievable. We did it. We wasted your time. We 45 did Five minutes. We, we basically <laughs> talked about our gifts and demanded more. <laughs> Along the way, we included duos. We talked about powdered macaroni and cheese All and how much we don't like Tom and Jerry. Got us to Tom and Jerry. Frank, thank you for the suggestion. Hope to see you soon, man. Miss you. Frank, you very much. <laughs> yeah. Frank, you very much, Dad. For the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>